In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is in our midst. He was, is, and always shall be. St. Augustine once said, the devil is like a mad dog that is chained up. He is powerless to harm when we are outside his reach. But once we enter his circle, we expose ourselves again to injury or harm. I would say that for us in this society, and I always refer to this because the society that we live in is what we must be aware of, we must know the time, the society, the people, what is around us. We must be aware. We must be discerning. But it's no different than previous generations or times all the way back to creation, when through free will, first man and woman were deceived by Satan. We know this story. And so thus, Satan, demons, evil, have been in this world to this day. The gospel message that we just heard about this man who somehow got into the demon's circle, the devil's circle, and became possessed. But we know, of course, the end to the story because he was delivered, he was saved, and his life was restored to full dignity and to full life as we, as Christians, understand life. Now, Satan is known by many names. And in Greek, we know as the avolos, the divider, or also the deceiver. And even though we may see in movies and read in books and just it seems like every other show that's on television or out there on the internet is presenting something that is not what it really is, it is because of this deception of Satan. It's not some scary image or some goblin or ghost or something that is meant or intended to scare us, it is much more subtle than that. It is much more deceptive than that. And we, we look around us, and while we don't see or may never have met someone like this man who was out of his mind and all the things that you heard in the gospel that he did, it's no different in what's happening in the world. It's dressed up as truth. It's put forth as truth. It's put forth as what is acceptable and what is good and what is natural and what is normal. Human beings, human life is presented in such a way that many people fall into this trap, fall into the snare, the wiles of the devil as we hear in the gospel and see this as normal. And before too long, they have gone so far into this circle that even though they may not look like this 
person that we heard about in the gospel, they are indeed just like that because they are so far away from the circle of trust, from the circle of Christ. When we say Christ is in our midst, this is not just a phrase we repeat every week because it's the way we introduce the sermon. It's because we pray for Christ to be in our midst. And He is in the Spirit, not the spirits that we hear about of the world, the spirits of darkness, but the Holy Spirit, which is why we invoke the Holy Spirit throughout our services. We are invoking, we are calling down, we are lifting up our hearts and opening our hearts for the Holy Spirit to come and to fill us, to fill us. You've heard this said before, and I've said this many times, we will worship or serve something or someone. We are created to do that. We are created to worship. Now, we are created to worship the one God in Jesus Christ. That's who we are created to worship. But if we don't invite Him in, if we don't call upon Him, if we don't seek Him out, if we don't pray to Him, if we don't live our lives, and we say this in our Confession of Faith sacramentally in the mysteries of grace, the opportunities for grace to come and fill us, we will find ourselves worshiping someone or something else. No, it may not be this figure of horns and dressed in red, but it is no different. It is no different than this. And that's what the gospel is pointing out and bringing to our attention. Who will we follow? Who will we worship? Demons are called all sorts of things now. I, I, we could spend hours at all these names that people use, which only mean something that is connected to demons or Satan. But our forces, the forces that we worship, are God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. We invoke this time and time again. This is ridiculed in our world. We, and our Lord tells us, He told His apostles that this would happen, and indeed it did happen to them. Eleven of them went to their martyrdom, and it has happened throughout history. We are ridiculed for this belief that we don't succumb to the teaching of the world. We are the ones who are identified as intolerant, as hateful, as disagreeing with the truth of the world. We must know the truth. We must live the truth. And the truth is very clear and very simple and very straightforward. But we must know it. We must seek it. We must live it. We must encourage each other about the truth of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. The end of the story is good because this man was delivered. 
And even the demons, as we heard, did not want to be tormented by Christ. So they know, they know the power of Christ calling upon the name of Jesus Christ. He was free. He was free from this illness, from this sickness, from this possession. And that is the message for us in this gospel. But when we go to the, to the epistles, we hear from St. Paul who speaks about this. And by the way, the Lord, when He empowered His apostles to go forth to take His message to the world, He gave them the authority, as we heard in the gospel this morning, to forgive sins and to retain sins. He gave them the authority to cast out demons, and they did. We hear this in the gospel, and we know this from the lives of the saints, that in the name of Jesus Christ, they cast out these evil spirits, these demons from those who are possessed. Today, we hear about Saint Averkios, an early century saint who is known as a wonder worker because he did just that to a man who was possessed by demons and cast them out in the by the power of Jesus Christ and in the name of Jesus Christ. We call upon his name, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me and save me. This is what we should be doing when we are attacked or feel that we are under this influence. We must fill ourselves with the Holy Spirit because demons do exist today just as they did then. Always remember, though, what St. Paul told the, ch the church in Ephesus when he said, for I am, in, in Rome rather, to the Romans, when he said, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Always remember this. Always rest on this. Believe this, seek this, and trust in this. And then when that time comes, when you and all of us will be tempted or attacked or feel under attack, call upon the name of the Lord. Always keep close to Him. Remember that very well-known event in Scripture when Peter saw the Lord on the water. And he wanted to be with the Lord. He was focused on the Lord and he began to walk on the water, unaware that he was doing this because he was focused on the Lord. And then the storms came up and the winds came up. And that's symbolic of, of the things that happen in our life, whether they be those that we inflict upon ourselves or that are inflicted upon us. But the moment that he was sinking and he realized these things around him, he called out to the Lord to save him. And the Lord reached down and grabbed his arm and pulled him out of the water. Keep your whole self, your mind, your body, your soul focused on Christ every day, every minute, every second 
Call upon Him. Seek Him. Seek Him to pull you out of the challenges, the storms of life, and to protect you from the wiles of the devil. Because nothing, as Paul says, can separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.